Hi, everyone. It's Karen Chong, and I'm here with my co-host, Dennis Kelly. Welcome to another episode of Mastering Your World Through Frequencies, where every week we explore how frequencies shape our world and begin to release the patterns that keep us stuck so we can realize our greatest potential. Polarization has intensified. There is more finger pointing and blaming, and the chasm between opinions has widened. Often, the gap is unbridgeable, causing people to lash out at those who hold a different perspective. We're seeing breakdown in the systems that created the underpinning of how we believe things should work across the board, political, financial, and even cultural. Today, we're going to explore what's really happening and the incredible opportunity this time represents. After the discussion, we're going to wrap it up with a group frequency calibration to help to begin to remove the distortion patterns around this topic. So let's get going. Dennis? Well, Karen, I've got a, I've got a real good question for you because I, I hear you talk about hiding in plain sight and you talk about oppression. And the first thing I think of is that, you know, I live in the United States, I'm very free, I'm very flexible, I can do whatever I wish. And so when you talk about oppression, exactly what do you mean by that? Yeah, so I think um, that's a great question because a lot of people don't really think of oppression like close to home necessarily, right? I mean, you might think of if you're in an abusive situation or that type of thing, you would think of oppression then personally, but people don't really think of oppression, generally speaking. And what I'm talking about is systemic oppression. And you can, you're start, we're starting to see this a lot on the systemic level, right? It's causing a lot of unrest and turbulence because our systems, all of our systems, political, financial, etc., are based on oppression, okay? And what I mean by oppression is one, uh, small group dominating or oppressing another for power control or whatnot, okay, money potentially sometimes. So that is what I mean by oppression. And so this is rife in all of our systems. We don't really think of ourselves as necessarily even being part of that because we just think, oh, well, I'm just free. I can do whatever I want. But even running through the way that we purchase, it's, it's very like you don't think of yourself as an oppressor. But, you know, like say, for example, we all want want a deal. Right. So we all want to get that five dollar T-shirt or whatever it is. And we, we are kind of aware that to get that five dollar T-shirt, there's some. Um, factory where there are either kids or women who are enslaved working horrible conditions for pennies in order to get us the $5 t-shirt. And we don't really think of that, but when we participate in that, it is a form of oppression. And it's also in our political systems. And we don't really think, like I said, we don't think about it in ourselves that much. We kind of think of it as sort of like somewhere out there, but we're not really thinking about it within us or within our systems closer to home as you said. So what I mean by systemic oppression is that this is a time in consciousness where these denser patterns of oppression, greed, abuse, control have to break away in order for us to rise to a higher level order, a higher level consciousness. And you can't just do like a surface clean. Okay. It's not that, you know, you can't just think, okay, well, we're going to bandaid this sucker and hopefully it'll just get better. It's kind of like thinking, okay, well, gee, there's this massive oil spill and we're going to like get to it with like a roll of paper towels. It's not going to work, right? It's too, it's too rife within all of our systems. So 
in fact, what has to happen is the breakdown that we are seeing. That is why we're seeing all of this political unrest at this current moment and all of this questioning that's happening in the collective. This needs all to break down in order for something new from a higher level order to emerge. So even though it's scary, it's also an exciting time. So, so the first thing, you know, with this discussion, uh, Karen, the first thing I'm becoming very aware of is actually the oppression that I do live with. And so you say it's hiding in plain sight. And I know exactly what you're talking about because I've never considered myself as being oppressed. But when I look at my life and I look at, you know, family, when I look at, uh, you know, uh, different relationships, when I look at the corporate world, when I look at, uh, you know, where you live and the rules and regulations and just, uh, there is truly a lot of oppression in our daily life. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. I mean, just to your point, I mean, when you apply for a credit card or a student loan, you don't think, gee, I'm signing up for oppression. You know what I mean? You don't really think about that. But debt actually is the currency of oppression because it's a small few who have access to a lot. And in order for the many to access it, there is an exchange that's not so favorable to the many. That's an act of oppression. So you are actually buying in voluntarily to a system that is oppressive in its nature because of the power dynamic within it. So because we, we don't really think about our, you know what I mean? We just think, oh, well, we need to go to university. So we're just going to apply for the student loan because we can't afford it otherwise. But if this were really of a higher level consciousness order, instead of this system where you're in debt and you pay it all this interest back to the person who gave it to you. If you were a higher level, level of consciousness, you'd actually pay it forward to help, it, to help somebody else. So you have the debt, you don't have the money right now, so you pay it back, but instead of paying it you know, to the person you owe it to, you pay it forward to help them. You see what I'm saying? That's a higher level consciousness where everybody's winning, as opposed to this system of abuse where the people who don't have money um, are kind of crushed by those who do in the sense, in terms of the debt. Now we don't think about this because there's a lot of middle class, upper middle class people, and even um, people with a lot of money where, you know, we're participating in this debt system and we don't really understand that it is a form of oppression and it's the worst for those who have the least. So um, that is another example of where we are within that system without realizing it. And, you know, quite frankly, those of us, there is the oppressor frequency. I don't want to talk about it as if we're all victims because we're not. We have that, yes. And we also have the oppressor running within us. You know, we don't run around thinking, gee, I'm oppressing people. But we do have that oppressor frequency running through us. So when we are controlling, trying to dominate, to get our way, that is the embodiment of the oppressor frequency. Okay, so and what I mean by get, getting your way, it's like you kind of want someone to do what you think is right. That is a form of, of control, of oppression. Okay, so it, perhaps it's a little overstated to say oppression because we don't think of it that way. But it is a form of that frequency. And it also hides within us. You know what I mean? Like we don't really, it's not like, um, in, uh, like a victim frequency where it's very obvious that it's painful and we don't like it. You know what I mean? The, the oppressor frequency is you're usually getting something, you know what I mean? So it's not like you're like, ding, 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 red flag. I don't want the oppressor frequency. Usually in our paradigm, in this current consciousness, the way that power is set up in order to gain, you have to be oppressing in some way. Typically it's starting to shift where it's more win-win, right? Like in order for us to proceed forward, like I'm winning, you're winning, everybody's, you know, everyone is moving up. 
that's coming through now. But the very systems upon which we have, like I said, the foundational systems are set up in a way where in order for me to have power over you, you have to lose and I have to win. Right. Just, that's just the way it's set up. So we don't. So when we're in the seat of the oppressor, we're not thinking, gee, this sucks. Oftentimes we're thinking, wow, I'm doing pretty well. You know what I mean? Like, even if you don't think that you personally are doing anything to op oppress, it's kind of hidden. We don't really see it. So I don't know if that clarifies. Yeah, very much so. And so what you're saying is the fact of the matter is as as the consciousness begins to move through and changes and the frequencies and the vibrations, it will not allow for this old system to maintain yeah. itself. And so that's, that's actually the good news. But the challenge for all of us from a personal standpoint is it does bring about change. Yeah. So uh, part of what I'm suggesting in this is that it's very easy to blame right now. Right? There's a culture of blame happening in our current uh, cultures. And it's very easy to be like, oh, the oppression is out there. Those people are oppressing all this, this group, or they're oppressing me, or they're oppressing whatever. But it's also to look within self, see where, yes, you are oppressed, absolutely, where you're participating in that dynamic, and also from the oppressed standpoint, and also where you're participating from the point of the oppressor, and then address those frequencies within you. Now, I'm not saying, this is not a blame thing, right? I'm not like, you suck because you're oppressing. I'm suggesting that we look inwards for a little a personal accountability for where we could be oppressing, trying to dominate others, okay, in whatever way that shows up so that we're aware of it, right? This is usually an interpersonal thing. And also to um, do the frequency work to release that, okay? So we need to release both ends of the oppression frequency, the oppressed and the oppressor. Well, my point is simply is to look within for the oppressor, not to blame, not to self-judge, but to recognize that it is there and to release it. Because once we release internally within ourselves and we clear and release these on an individual level, the collective can then be buoyed up because we are all one to release this on a systemic level. So you can do something to help the collective to which you point and say it's their fault. You can, you have the power to do this by doing the work within. And part of this also, Dennis, it's, it's interesting. I've just been noticing this in the work that I'm doing with clients is that, you know, we have the oppressor frequency Okay, not, we have the oppressed often in our past lives. We also have the oppressor, but the oppressor frequency in past lives, like I said, in this, it's similar to this lifetime. It's not like a red flag because in those past lifetimes where you've been the oppressor, generally it's like life feels pretty good, right? I mean, you're in power, you know what I mean? You're getting something. And so there's no, um, there's no like uh, what I call almost like friction in the frequency, right? Because for example, meaning that in past lifetimes where I sense people are victim or oppressed, there is like um, what feels to me like almost like, you know, like a sore that's been rubbed too much and it's like, it's like hot and it doesn't feel good. It's kind of like that. So it's easy to find those frequencies or easier rather because there's like, it's inflamed. Something's wrong. It needs to be removed. But with the oppressor frequency in past lives, 
there is no, there's something wrong. <laughs> there's no flag. You're like, oh, this is pretty good. You know, I'm just, yeah, I just, I just made a whole bunch of money off those people's back. That's good. I just, yeah, that's because that's the way the consciousness was, right? In, or, and is still like in order for me to be powerful or wealthy or successful, I had to often do it off the backs of someone else, right? So that's the way the thing is. And so to, it's to release those past lifetimes as well. I'm sorry, I'm talking and go ahead. I can feel the question. <laughs> you know, what I was thinking about is what you had just mentioned a, a little bit uh, is about how it's, it's really important for us to take this from a personal standpoint too. And mm-hmm. so really for each one of us to take a look and to uh, really realize the opportunity that's out there for all of us. If I can truly be at peace with myself so that I don't have to oppress or control someone else to feel safe and secure within myself, that's, that's a big step. Yeah. So, and what I'd say to that point is exactly. So, um, it's not just peace. It's what I would call internal stability. So the peace that you're mentioning is a experience that you have often as a result of gaining more internal strength on spirit level. So what I mean by that is that your resonance is high enough and strong enough that it isn't getting uh, wobbly or pushed around by external forces. Does that make sense? That you're like strong enough internally. Then you have that peace that you're talking about. When you are stable and um, strong that way, you also have this sense of completion. When you have this sense of completion, you notice, first of all, when others try to control you because it's, they try to push you, right? That's what I mean by being strong enough internally. So you feel that push and you don't like it, right? Because it's like, oh, someone's trying to control me or press me or whatever. I don't like it right? So first you notice that more. And second, you notice more when you try to do it to others. Okay. That's the harder bit, right? Because we think that we're right often, or that we think we're doing it out of someone's best interest, or that we know what's best for them or whatever we think it is. So we don't really see ourselves as pushing our agenda on someone else, especially those we love the most. So I'm not saying that you should be passive and never uh, give counsel to the people you love. It's when we try to assert our agenda on others continuously when they are resisting or are need time to think about it or whatever, that it's no longer a neutral stance where you're just sharing your stand, your perspective, right? So yes, you're right. It's like when we have that internal stability, not only are we aware of when we are being oppressed or bullied or abused by someone else, we start to become more aware of when we do it to others. And that's the thing that I'm talking about. It's the becoming aware of where we run the frequency of oppressor within so that we can release that. Those are the frequencies are a little harder to detect because it requires more self-awareness, more vigilance than like, oh, I'm being oppressed. I'm victim, right? It's a little harder because you have to take a little bit more accountability for what it is and um, how you're acting and how you're being. So, um, so yes, exactly. The stronger you are, the, and the more, um, uh, the higher your frequency resonance is, the more able you are to detect oppression from either end of the spectrum. 
and the less you're going to want to do it. <laughs> yeah. I think this is one of those subject matters, Karen, that I'm going to have to process for a while and mm-hmm. kind, of, kind of think about because I've never, I've never, I've never thought of oppression kind of in this in this way before. Because as we go through life, we take on different roles, like a parent or a teacher or a boss or maybe an elected official. And with that kind of comes this power and this ability to kind of, in a very natural way, oppress or control people. And so yeah. I, I, I truly have to kind of take a look at this and... Uh, uh, because this is kind of a different way of looking at life. And when you talk about the frequencies and the vibrations and the things that are changing, it, uh, it's very subtle, but it, it can make quite an impact. Yeah. And like I said, it's so rife within our everything in this consciousness. So it's not just like the position you hold um, in terms of the roles that you play. It's, it's, every, it's even deeper. It's the class that you are. It's the race that you are. All those things have impact on how you oppress in this, in this third dimensional plane. And I'm not saying this so that you feel terrible and you go into victim and it's like, oh, I suck and whatever. Okay. What I'm suggesting is for you to take a look and take accountability for the power that you have and the oppression that you wield because of certain things that you were born into. And then to remove those things, right? To be aware of those things. Like, oh, okay. And it, um, <clears throat> it's funny. Uh, Chris was saying, you know, as a white guy, I have had to do some internal looking. And he did this at a young age, actually, and realized his power as that, a white male. He's like, wow, there's a lot of power here and a lot of oppression. And I personally, like for him personally, he's a very kind person. On a personal level, he doesn't he doesn't try to control the people. He, you know what I mean? He doesn't do, like personally for himself. And yet he has this legacy of lineage and culture and religion where that has given him certain privilege based on oppression. So it's in his lineage. Now, does he need to like, like uh, beat himself so that he can, you know, you know, uh, free himself of the sins of his ancestors? No. However, it is, like I said, important to reflect on that and the benefits that you have received, even if you are not aware of them from receiving those patterns and to release all those things within so that it can start to shift things or uh, really exponentially start to shift things for the collective, right? So that's what I'm saying about personal accountability. So, and it doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what class you are, but there's something in there for us to look at. Okay. Because all of us have this to some degree, and it's just a reflection of the, the systemic oppression running through our system. So it's an important time. It's fantastic just to reframe it because as we clear this within ourselves, the opportunity for the collective to shift is much stronger. And once we shift out of this, once these systems break, which even though it's scary, it's like, yay, something new from a higher order can be created where instead of being oppression, there is something called win, win, win across the board, right? Everyone is being buoyed up. We talked about this in transcendent leadership and transcendent success uh, many episodes ago, you and I, Dennis, but this is the coming of that age where this is going to start to emerge 
in the collective, which is very exciting so that we can move past this consciousness where in order for me to be successful or gain, I don't mean me personally, but just one to be successful or to gain, you have to abuse, oppress another. So what I also wanted to just men mention, Dennis, is that while uh, this conversation is helpful, the real work is on the frequency level. So not only is there the GFC that follows this um, interview, as there always is, there's also a free GFC in the product section of the website um, about oppression and releasing it. Okay, so um, it's called systemic oppression. I can't remember the whole title, but it's there on the products. It's free. So if you want to avail yourself of two really great free resources to do what you can within self to not only strengthen and buoy yourself, but to help the collective, those resources are there for you as well. Well, I'll tell you what, I think you hit it right on the head, Karen. And because of the times, I think the subject matter is just perfect. So thank you very much for sharing this information with us. Thank you. Karen, could you help me? I hear so often when I look at uh, your video or your website, GFC. Exactly what is that? A GFC is a group frequency calibration, which looks a lot like a guided meditation on a particular topic. And what I'm doing is I'm helping you to remove the distortion patterns of that particular topic. And because you're coming together as a mastermind in a group to connect to pure source even more and to clear the distortion patterns of this particular topic, what happens is a tremendous amount of momentum starts to happen because of the energetic of the entire group. And each individual is able to move faster and ascend higher than they could have on their own. Because I'm working on the frequency level, these GFCs are not like regular meditations, and many people find they go into varying degrees of altered state. So please do not drive while listening to this GFC. Welcome everyone to the group frequency calibration for what hides in plain sight. Good. So this is um, about uh, the oppressor frequency, okay, particularly, and releasing that from within. This makes us uh, much more stable when oppression happens outside of ourselves because we're clear of that frequency ourselves. So when we're clear of distortion pattern, that's when we can have more neutrality because we don't have it running through us and therefore it's not triggered. Okay, so hopefully that makes sense. Here we go. Becoming aware of your body. And as you become aware of your body, becoming aware of the inside of your ankle. Just becoming aware of what it's touching, whether you're sitting cross-legged and 
you're touching your own skin. You're feeling fabric of clothing, or perhaps you're even becoming aware of the air. through the inside of your ankle. Good. And now please become aware of the weight as it settles into whatever you're sitting or standing or lying down on. Okay. So it's what I meant to say is the distribution of the weight, your weight, as it settles into whatever you are sitting, standing, or lying down on. Becoming aware of that. Good. And now please become aware of your breath. And as you become aware of your breath, noticing it as it is without changing it for a couple of seconds. And then allowing your breath to deepen. to become more full. To fill not only your front body, but also your back body. And now please become aware of your surroundings. Becoming aware of the sounds around you. Other than the sound of my voice. And as you become aware of the sounds around you, notice if you can the direction from which those sounds are coming. Good. And now, either feel the light around you, or blink your eyes open and notice the light around you. So even if you're sitting in semi-darkness, please go ahead and do that. It's very aware that we are in absolute darkness. So just noticing, even if you're in semi-darkness, the quality of that light or the absence of it. Just noticing the light around you. Mm -hmm. And then when you're ready, please triangulate 
So for those of you who are new, triangulation is when you become aware of three inanimate objects in the space around you. And then you notice the distance between each of those objects and you. So for example, the coffee table is about three foot away from me. And then feel the distance between the coffee table and you. And then do the same for object B and then object C. And you'll notice as you continue to do this that your sense of where you are in space somehow becomes more clear, uh, more firm, more present for you, just clarifies in some way. Good. And now bringing your attention, please, to the solar plexus between the belly button and the base of the sternum. And as you become aware of your solar plexus, we're just going to take a nice deep breath here. Inhaling and holding your breath for a count of five. And after you've held your inhale for that five count, releasing all the air out of your lungs and holding your breath out for a count of six. Good. And for those of you with a faster breath, keeping your attention on this, this space, breathing normally, whilst we wait for the mastermind to coalesce. And during this time, I'll just mention for those of you who are new that I'm working on you on groups at the group and the subgroup level, and that I often work in silence especially as I access higher and higher frequencies and to make physical noise when accessing those frequencies just drops the resonance. Okay. So it doesn't serve you. So just know if I'm working on you in silence that I'm still working on you and occasionally I'll make noise. So you might hear me hum or yawn or exhale sharply. And that's just how I remove some of the lower uh, level frequency resonance okay. or distortion patterns. Good. Now that the mastermind has coalesced, we're going to bring our attention, please, to the xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. So that sternum is that big thick bone in the center of your chest where your ribs meet in front of your body. If you trace that sternum all the way to its base as it becomes flesh, right there at that point where it's a little tender when you press on it, that is your xiphoid process. So keeping your attention here, 
we're going to ask ourselves the following question. How can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? For those of you who are new, that question again is, how can I become even more aware of my connection only to pure source? And as you ask yourself that question, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of the space at the very center of your body. And as you become aware of this space, please imagine, sense, feel, or become aware of a brilliance at its very, very core that you either see or feel and which also intensifies because you have your attention on it. And as this brilliance intensifies, it very naturally expands outwards through all of your cells, through your organs, through your bone structure, out through your muscles and your flesh, out through the pores of your skin, into the space between your physical body and your spirit body, which is a sphere at arm's length all around you. Mm -hmm. Becoming very aware of or imagining the brilliance within the sphere. Good. And now please become aware of the space all around the sphere. Yep. And as you become aware of this infinite space, I'm working on you at spirit level to push your frequency resonance up irrespective of where it began. Mm -hmm. The higher your resonance, the more effective the session, because it's from the highest resonating order. The more momentum you have, the more distortion we can clear, and the faster your integration.
Good. Becoming aware now, please, of your front of your throat. So for many of us, it is very hard to see oppressor within. It's not something we like to look at. It's often ugly. It's often something we can see outside of ourselves, for some of us more easily than others, but harder to see within. So I'm going to agitate um, this distortion pattern, not to punish you or to make you feel bad, or so that you go into self-abuse, but just so that you can become aware of it, okay? So that you can confirm the removal of it more effectively because you're aware of it more, right? So before I release it, I'm gonna increase the agitation of it, then delete it so that if you have further layers of this, you know what it is. And also in the detox process, you know what it is. So you can confirm the removal of it. Okay. Okay. Keeping your attention, please on that front of the throat. And we're also going to add in the lower belly, which is between the pubic bone and the belly button. So becoming aware of these two points. holding your attention in those same two spots, we're going to release the fear of the oppressor pattern. So this may sound odd. However, with this fear running, it's very difficult to have neutrality around this and to be able to witness yourself clearly and then to be able to remove 
the distortion pattern. Okay, so we need to remove the fear, discomfort with, resistance to, dislike of, disgust with, the oppressor frequency. Again, this does not mean that it will allow more oppression of you. It just means that you'll be able to come into neutral more quickly and actually be able to sense or perceive the oppressor frequency more clearly and more quickly and not tolerate it. Okay, so for some of you, this is going to shake up some of your relationships. Okay, so. Releasing all of that. This is depending on what subgroup you're in. Bring your attention, please, to the center point of your solar plexus. Yeah. So what we're doing here is re releasing a bunch of different things depending on what subgroup you're in. So. One is um, the first distortion is that of uh, guilt or shame for having these patterns run through you. The other is um, like disappointment um, in uh, self and humanity for still having this. The third is a lack of empowerment, so meaning disempowerment given how rife this is in the system, all of our systems. So removing all of these things, these are the main things that we're removing. 
keeping your attention in that midpoint in addition of the solar plexus, in addition to that xiphoid process right at the base of the sternum. So this has to do with accountability, awareness within self. So amplifying this. So you can have more clarity, which will enable you to release more, clear your own resonance or buoy your resonance up further is what I meant to say. Yeah, so you can have more momentum. Bringing your attention now, please, to your xiphoid process, right at the base of your sternum. And about three inches or seven centimeters directly beneath it towards your belly button. Clearing out, resetting, and integrating your pain body. This brings us to the end of this session. I look forward to working with you on the next GFC. These GFCs help people release distortion patterns. It's my sincere hope that you benefit profoundly from this series, which is why I spend so much of my personal resources creating these as my gift to the world. If a GFC topic resonates with you, often more work that can be provided in this one GFC is needed to really clear or loosen deeply held distortion patterns in areas that are sticky. Because these patterns are like layers of an onion, usually there are multiple layers to individual topics. Depending on how much of a challenge this topic is for you, it may make sense for you to go deeper than what this session allows. If you feel this is the case for you, please visit sphericalluminosity.com for more targeted support.